Hey everybody, so before we jump into today's podcast, I just wanted to A, thank you guys, give you a little bit of a reminder. If you enjoy this content, however you're watching it, consuming it, please like, follow, subscribe, whatever you gotta do, comment on it if you can. Leave us a review, it really helps us out and it can help grow our platform and reach more people. And if you know someone that can benefit from this, please share it with them. If you have a question, if you wanna reach out to us, let us know. And then lastly, we have all of our amazing programs, courses, and coaching available in the resources below. So check that out, definitely take advantage of it. We have everything from free options all the way up to paid programs and everything in between to fit pretty much anyone's budget. And it's just a matter of how customized it's going to be based on the price point. So there's really something for everybody. Thank you guys. Let's get on into the episode. Yeah, everybody, what's going on, y'all? So we're going to be diving into a podcast, kind of peeling back the layer a little bit more here for Chuck and myself, going over more speaking to the questions you guys shared in the comments on social media but also just from our own personal perspective when it comes to nutrition when it comes to training with you know having a family and some of the obstacles and barriers that can come up along the way and perfect example for today actually is we're going to do it a little differently chuck and myself are going to do it separate because of time restraints we have obviously very busy schedules so we totally get that when you guys talk about time restraints and issues with family and all that and so what we're gonna do here is I'm gonna record mine, Chuck's gonna have his, and you guys are gonna see my insight followed by Chuck's. So you guys will see a little different, but the idea is the value is gonna be the same. And the reason I even share this with you guys, the reason I even bring it up is it's a perfect example of how we can work around with what we have in the moment and being adaptable to the situation. Because so many times what I see when we work with our clients and we create from our 28 day nutrition course to even the eight weeks to shred course that we have coming out soon to the content that we create, all the variables in between is like, I don't have the time or my schedule doesn't allow for this or this comes up and then it throws my whole day off or we fall into this kind of like all or nothing mindset of, well, it's either this or nothing. And truthfully, that's just not the case if we can reframe how we look at it. So I, again, that's why I shared this because we can be adaptable with the situation and we can do the best with what we have. So when it comes to not just obviously like a certain planned uh, piece of your schedule um, for training, for example, whether it's going to the gym or working out at home, let's say something comes up, whether it's work related or personally related, family related, you have to shift the plan instead of saying, oh, well, I just can't do anything and I can't do this part of my original plan. We either have a plan B or a plan C or a backup when we're short on time. And that's what we create for our clients, honestly. And even if not, being able to say, all right, well, I'll go for a walk. That's better than nothing. Or being able to find an option that fits within what you have in your restraints for the day. Same idea can apply to the nutritional point. Um, whether it's, again, short on time, you know, from a meal prep, I didn't get to meal prep. Like, let's say Sunday is your day to meal prep and something happened on Sunday and you didn't get to meal prep. You're like, well, shit, now I'm screwed for the week. I can't get in the meals that I have planned. I don't know what to do. And we have to either say, well, now I'm going to have to eat out or I have to do X, Y, or Z. Um, a, maybe we can find another way to meal prep or instead of doing a full meal prep, like you normally would prepare a few things, whether it's sides or a main entree or something like that, that'll set you up for success or have frozen options as a backup plan that you could just microwave and eat. Or if we do have to go out, we eat out, we make a more educated choice, whether you can find things that are like falling in your kind of plan from a vegetables to a protein source, to a good complex carb, 
good con quality fats. And when we say good, sometimes that's kind of hard to know exactly what we mean. But that's why I think it's so important also to have a coach or have that educational base to know what we're talking about, what works for you and have that plan going in. So even if you don't meal prep, you have a plan and an understanding of these are the foods that I can work in no matter where I am. And it's a great go-to. And that's even again, going back to the 28 day course, going back to all the different coaching programs that we offer and the resources that we offer. We have that for a reason because we know adaptability is going to be key in setting yourself up for success. So that's even the nutritional piece too. That's how we make that work. Um, and there was a question coming up and I wanted to kind of plug this now. We're going to be transitioning to new social media accounts. We're gonna keep all the Life of a Fighter stuff open, but you're gonna to start to see over the coming weeks, by February 1st, actually, we're gonna completely switch over to the LOF Lifestyle of Fitness um, accounts and channels. So it's, again, LOF, like the letters, followed by Lifestyle of Fitness. That's gonna be on Instagram, it's gonna be on Facebook, it's gonna be on YouTube, on Pinterest, on all of our platforms. The only difference will be on Twitter, and all this information will be below. The only difference on Twitter, too many characters and you can't have that many characters for the title so we had to make it lof fitness but the whole idea is transition over um to just kind of start a scratch and to have build more of a kind of a base with what you guys want to hear engage with you more because we've noticed we haven't gotten great engagement on the other accounts with the topics and questions we're asking so we're just going to start afresh for you guys and be able to tap specifically into the fitness component the lifestyle component versus life of a fighter pages will still be there but we're going to talk a little bit more about things unique to that for fighting, what's your fight and that kind of approach. So I wanted to just share that with you guys. Um, so with that being said, we're actually gonna tag Chuck in because we found a time to get it going. So bam, Chuck jumped in and this is actually perfect timing because the original plan was to have it. And like, this is why I was just like kind of telling everybody, hey, sometimes we gotta be adaptable to the situation. So now we can circle back. And I had some original talking points that we were gonna go over. So you guys got some value in the first part. Now we'll even be able to tag team this. So you don't even have to worry about Chuck Solo kind of adding those things in. And I was just mentioning before we started the recording, you know, one thing I was experiencing this way that you guys with the family can relate to, and Chuck, you can kind of obviously speak to it as well, of, you know, Lena, my two and a half year old, we're like still trying to deal with like, not fully sleep training her, but getting her in her own bed on her own, feeling good. And Tuesday night, she just was not having it from like 12.30 at night to two in the morning, was just like, literally cried herself to sleep, snot bubbles, drool, the whole deal. And Wednesdays, normally I schedule my leg day and I have my brother-in-law come over and work out. The point of me saying all this was I actually woke up Wednesday morning, I was just dragging, dragging. I wasn't feeling good. And then I actually got a new, like a smartwatch in. So one of the things I was looking for for my smartwatch was not only step tracking, but heart rate monitoring. And I use my resting heart rate as an indicator of where am I at? Am I overtraining? Do I need more sleep? And normally I'm at about like 40, 43, 45 beats a minute. I was 62 on Wednesday when I was waking up. So that's like well elevated, like 20% or more over my average. So I knew it was like, all right, let's take the day. I'm just gonna do a little bit of steady state, walk, stretch. And now I'm feeling great. I crushed a workout yesterday from the eight week to shred program. We're gonna get Armageddon in today. I did back yesterday, feeling it obviously. And then, so I bring all that up from again, the adaptability guys that we have to be able to just kind of have that comes up with life. So with all that being said, Chuck, you were mentioning a great point before of, you know, working in the corporate world and being adaptable and like even what's going on right now. Yeah, so I mean, just to touch point and, and, and to touch on your topics, you know, I get up and I, I work in a corporate environment. I'm here every single day. And, you know, some days, you know, Monday through Friday when it's like, again, not in the end of quarter, end of quarter for me is the, like the last two weeks of every three months, everything kind of goes to hell. and. 
you know, so usually I'm here from eight o'clock in the morning until like 4.35, 5.30, depends on how much the day is going. And of course it can go sometimes until seven o'clock, eight o'clock, nine o'clock, 10 o'clock, midnight. It depends on where it is. And I have to register, like again, during those time frames. do I choose to eat bad or do I choose to eat healthy? And do I choose to go home after working a 14 hour shift and try to get a workout in? Or do I choose to go home and realize that my body doesn't feel great, maybe just go for a walk and, and decompress a little bit or do some stretching? Or do I just decide to just not do anything and chill out on the couch? It all depends on how we feel, you know? And we gotta be mindful to our bodies, but we also have to be mindful to our health and figure out where we wanna be, where, how is it gonna affect me if I work a 14 hour shift and it's so crazy and my stress level's nuts and if I just go home and I, just sit on the couch and decompress. If I don't release any, you know, you know, you know, stress or anything by getting into the gym, how am I going to feel the next day? And usually for me, if I'm working like a 12 to 14 hour day, you know, I try to eat healthy and clean because I know I can't get to the gym as frequently those weeks that I'm doing it. So I'll try to stick to a very clean diet those weeks. But for me, you know, me. What am I going to do? I'm going to go and I'm going to lift no matter what my body's telling me. Just because for me, that's how I release my stress. I get into the gym. I board you. Speaking of which, oh, speaking of which, we got a plug. Congrats, Chuck, getting his purple belt yesterday. I got to call you out. And if you guys didn't notice, you got to go on social media, see the congrats. And again, one more cheap plug for our transition coming on social media from the Life of a Fighter pages to the LOF Lifestyle of Fitness. I already plugged that earlier, by the way, Chuck, but I'm gonna bring it back again. Bring it back. Yeah, thank you. It's, it's been a long road, but it's, again, everybody gets kind of jumbled up into their jujitsu journey, but my journey is my journey. And I've been a blue belt for a little over three years now. Um, but to me, the, the value that I took away from those three years is, is been amazing. And my coaches and everything, I can't thank them enough. And even for you, Mike, you know, get me into the jujitsu journey and Tommy, the Panda, who originally brought me in, panda. you guys pushing me to do jujitsu. It, it's been a game changer for me. And, you know, you know, it. if I'm not doing jujitsu, I'm in the gym lifting and those are my passions. And, you know, was, what was cool about yesterday and, and I got to really give credit to not only my wife, but. Uh, Coach Weiss was, Pina, I found out, reached out to him about a month ago and said to Coach Weiss, listen, I, you know, I don't want to know. I don't know. I don't know if you're going to even promote him, but if you do go to promote him, can you just reach out to me and let me know if, when it's going to happen so I can be there? And she's been like my biggest supporter the entire time. Yeah. So yesterday when uh, I was stretching out, I wasn't expecting anything. I'm just stretching out, doing my thing, getting ready to take class. And Coach Weiss comes out and gives me my purple belt, and I turn around while he's like putting the purple belt on me, and there's Pina like recording. Me. And I was like, "How did you even know where we?" It's like, <laughs> what's happening right now? What is happening right now? So it was cool, and like for him as as my coach to just reach out to know that like Pina's my biggest supporter and want her to be there to 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 be there for a awesome moment was it was great. So yeah, so dialing back into you know, and again, thank you for the congratulations dialing back into what we're doing. You just gotta be mindful. Like, I have my little whoop strap, you have your, your little watch. You know, my whoop strap will tell me based upon the analytics of my body. And it's like not super fancy. It won't tell you text messages or anything, but this reads the best analytics of my body. And it'll tell me how I'm doing. Did I get enough rest? Did I get enough sleep? Um, if I should push harder for my workouts, this has been like a game changer for me to know. Cause again, I'm an older guy. 
And if I push harder in my workouts, I'm more susceptible to injuries. So I got to be mindful to, if I did get enough rest, not to go super hard in the gym, because I know if I go super hard in the gym, uh, I could possibly get an injury or same thing with jujitsu. If I didn't get enough rest, um, you know, my body's telling me, if my whoop strap is not telling me to push super hard, I got to dial it back and I got to do what's best for my body. And there's certain days that my whoop strap will tell me not to work out and I got to be mindful of that. And, and as much as I don't want to pay attention to it, then I have to, because there's been times that I've ignored it and guess what happened? Getting injured. I got hurt. <laughs> I Speaking did. I got of hurt. which, how's your toe feeling today? Yeah, so not only did I get a purple belt, I got a purple toe. <laughs> I got done rolling last night and there was like four toes pointing this way and my pinky toe was that way. You're like, hey, so that's I, not normal. It wasn't normal. So I just taped it to my other toes, but it's good. So yeah, just be mindful of what, how your environment is, you know, if you're working in a corporate world, if you're, you know, working a regular job or whatever it is, be mindful to your surroundings and your environment. And it can come from stress from family. You know, you've got Lena right now who's not sleeping well, and that's affecting your overall performance, and not just in the gym, but your day-to-day -day performance. And I'm sure that, you know, listen, I, I have two kids of my own. You have two kids. I'm sure it affects your relationship with Ashley too, because if I'm not getting enough rest, I can tell you I'm a bear and I'm mean as hell to Pina and the kids. So you got to be mindful to it and your relationship can be affected by how your overall sleep performance or, or nutrition performance or everything is. So just be, be mindful and cognizant of how your body feels and what your body is telling you. Yeah. And just to, like, again, piggyback on that. It's a great point. Like actually, Ashley calls me out all the time. We kind of have an understanding. Like I'm, I'm very needy when it comes to sleep. Like I'm a baby. I am not one that can get <laughs> off of the sleep cycle and schedule so like even now like i honestly the last two and a half years since lena's been born ashley and i have not slept the same obviously ashley hasn't slept really at all like if we're being honest like she just doesn't know what sleep is anymore which is not good i'm not saying that's good it's not, not good. saying like because like, be ash is always like a super positive person so yeah. i gotta give it up to her for not being yeah. any, not getting any sleep I give it up. <laughs> yeah, and she like, and like, listen, we, we, we do communicate with our doctors. We do work at blood, we look at blood work. We work even like transparent, like work with like, um, you know, like therapy and, and like we go to like group therapy or not group therapy, like uh, couples therapy. We work with like solo therapists. And I think that's an important piece that I think sometimes it's kind of like a hot button topic or something people don't always want to talk about that's just as important. You know, we go to our physician for a checkup. I think it's just as important to work with a professional from the mental side of things to look at how you address stress and how you look at all those things. Like I'm actually reaching out to clients today saying, hey, you guys need help with stress management, especially with the crazy week we've had and like everything going on in the world and with the pandemic and everything like that from the sleep to whatever else is going on looking at breathing, looking at how we can handle stress, reframing things. Um, again, we're not therapists in, in mental health capacity, but seeking that out and just being able to add that value, that's yeah. something I think is becoming a really important piece of it as well. And figuring out how much sleep do you do you need and, and being able to say, how much can you get away with? Because some people say like, oh, well, I can do three hours of sleep and I'm fine. And there are like a, like 3% of people that can actually do that. Well, 3% out of how many billions? So are you really that percentage? Probably not. But yeah, even knowing those 3%, it is even those three percent, they may say they've been able to do it, but you know they don't feel one hundred percent. Yeah, like you're not. You can't tell me you're feeling actually the best. Like, and people will say, like, you know, like The Rock or uh, Kevin Hart or just like some celebrities that jump to mind. But like, I think if you 
like if you really dive into the myth behind that, like maybe Kevin Hart, actually, I think he's come out like publicly to say that. I think The Rock even says like he prioritizes sleep. Like you have to, it's okay to pri prioritize yourself to be there for your family. That's like another piece of the family component. It's not why I tell Ashley, I do a better job of it. I think, and when I say better, that's not actually maybe a fair way to say it. It's I'm more selfish with it, which is can seem like a negative, but if I'm not at 100%, like you said, Chuck, like I, if I'm nastier to the girls or if I'm a grouchy person, like am I really helping anybody? So prioritizing yourself can be okay, obviously within like limits and, and you know, working with those people around you. Yeah, absolutely. I, I mean, I can tell you firsthand, you can ask Pina, if I don't get enough sleep, I'm miserable. And I take it out on, on everybody, not only just my family, I'll come into work like a bear and, and I'll take it out on my employees and it affects everybody. And if honestly, if I'm coming into work like a bear, and making people feel bad, then they're gonna, it's its a domino effect. They're gonna do it to their family when they get home. And it's just so important to be mindful to getting enough rest, to eating properly, to making sure that you're getting exercise. Because if you're doing all that for yourself, then you're gonna feel better. Your environment's gonna feel better. The people around you, you're gonna be nicer to them. And again, that domino effect won't be a negative domino effect. It'll be a positive domino effect. Because if, again, you can't tell me that if you're not nice to Ashley and the girls, they're going to be nice to you and they're going to be nice to the people around them. Same thing with my family. If I'm nice to Pina, she's nice to everybody around her, you know, but if I'm miserable to her, she's going to be miserable to everybody else and, and it trickle down to our kids and, and the rest of our family. So you got to be mindful of it. And, and that's the biggest step in, in, in takeaway is, are you being mindful of it? And there are certain times where I'm selfish and, and just like you, you know, if I'm in a miserable mood, I know I'm in a miserable mood. It takes me to change it. And there's certain times where I just want to be miserable. So I take it out on everybody. So I'm mindful of it that I do it. I have to make changes to stop doing it. Yeah, and I think that, like, to you saying the key word, like that mindfulness and being able to have steps in place that you know can make an impact and having the support of the family or those that are around you to do that. Because it's one thing, like, you know, if Ashley, that's one thing I'm very grateful for that Ashley is so supportive is the people I have around me, even including you are all supportive of having that priority of taking care of yourself. If you are like, like, for example, I'll talk about Johnny Buck at, at Rogue Combat Club, for example, like I coach at the gym, but I haven't been in there since September because of, you know, we have some health concerns with Tessa. She has some kidney issues going on that I haven't been too public about. Like, we don't have to get into it, but the idea is like, you know, Johnny could like, they could be really shitty about it and they could say, Hey, well, we need you in here. Otherwise you can't be a part of it or whatever. And they're like, dude, Whatever you need, man, we'll support you. We got your back. And I think surrounding yourself with those kind of people is what it's all about. So I wanted to just kind of highlight that for a second, but I also wanted to just say, I'm gonna, we're gonna pause here. This is gonna be part one. And then we're gonna go into part two. We're gonna go into a second episode. So you guys, are, I'm gonna leave you in suspense and we're gonna go into a second one. So I just wanted to say thank you guys again for watching, listening, consuming that episode. If you guys enjoyed it and you haven't already, please like, uh, please comment. If you haven't reviewed, please leave a review. If you haven't followed or subscribed, please do that as well. Again, it tremendously helps us out. And then just a quick reminder, if you guys want more resources, we have them below. We have our programs, everything from free all the way up to paid and kind of everything in between dial in with the customization and we have more information on different programs and resources in our newsletter. So if you haven't signed up for that, do so below. It's free and that is it y'all. See you on the next one.